want to look at oh you're live hello 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 welcome everyone to she boss talk we are so glad to be with you here today i have a special guest she's not just a special guest but she is a friend of the she boss talk family simone e morris she is a career coach and author she has some great tips for us today to help us to own our careers and she's going to explain to us what that what does that mean for us uh, as anyone in our career, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you're a business owner, whether you are in corporate America, we need to learn how to own our careers. And she has a new book on 52 tips for owning your career. She's going to be talking about that. So we're so happy to have you all in here. Please feel free to ask any questions that you have. Let us know that you are here. If you're coming on for the replay, Put hashtag replay in the comments so we know that you came in after the live. Uh, but this is here for you to take advantage of. All of these shows and experts that we bring on are here to help you take your career, take your business to the next level. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm just going to let Simone introduce herself. Introduce yourself. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I love She Boss Talk, and it's such a pleasure to be here, Shante. My name is Simone E. Morris, and as you said, I'm a coach, author, speaker, trainer. I do a little bit of everything. I'm from the Caribbean originally. So, uh, yeah, but what I do day to day is I have clients that I work with, mostly in the corporate space who want more in their career, and I'm writing books, sharing the knowledge from hosting a podcast, from dealing with career clients and, and helping them accelerate in their career. So that's what I do on a day-to-day -day basis, Shante. Awesome. And we're so excited to have you here again. And can you just show them really quickly uh, the book uh, that we're going to be talking about and we're going to be sharing some of the tips out of really quickly? Yes. So let me first say that the, for, the book is 52 Tips for Owning Your Career. So let me do this and just say that this is the first version of the book. And COVID happened, uh, the last two years happened. So it gave me the opportunity to say careers changed in the last yeah. two years. So this needs to change. So what we have here is the current version of 52 tips for owning your career and the second edition. That's really key. That's awesome. So I'm glad that you mentioned COVID because that was going to be my next line of questioning uh, for you is what have you found uh, since COVID happen as far as shifts, uh, career shifts that people are happening. Are there some major things that you're seeing out there with regards to how people are feeling about their career, shifts that they're making in their careers uh, since COVID? Yeah, I'm noticing that people want to prioritize themselves. They want to make the time to focus on their careers. There's the great resignation. People are leaving the workplace. There's an uptick. I know you know this as uh, uh, the she boss leader is that there are more and more women entrepreneurs. So people are wanting to do their own thing. And a part of doing your own thing is really being intentional about your career. You have to own your career. I like to say be in the driver's seat for your career, Shante. You have to be in the driver's seat. You have to be intentional about your actions to have a fruitful career. Yes. And can you explain for, for uh, to our audience, what does that mean really uh, to own your career? To be in yeah. the driver's seat. What does that mean? I It, it literally is a visual. When you're in the driver's seat, you're driving. 
But if you're not in the driver's seat, you may be sitting in the back of the car or you may be sitting in the passenger seat or you may not even be in the car, but usually you're playing a supporting role. My message about the driver's seat is that you're hands-on. You're very intentional about, I want to get from point A to point B. And now either I'm going to use a navigation or I have the instructions on how to get to point A to point B. And I'm driving, I'm going there. So my message again is about being empowered, inspired, intentional about really charting your course, charting your career. I love that. And so um, what made, what inspired you to write this new version of the book? Was it just COVID or was there something else that made you decide to write the book? All right. Well, let me say, Shante, that the first version I wrote on a plane. I was in um, Michigan and I had such a fantastic audience. They inspired me. I got on the plane and throughout the flight, I wrote the first version of this book. I feel like COVID happened and there was time to think about race. There was time to think about what happens if a major pandemic occurs and you have to reimagine your life, reimagine your career, do major pivots. What happens as a black woman? Uh, black women are leading the charge right now and we are empowered and inspired and doing great things. I wanted to recognize those major happenings that they do have an impact on our careers. And I also want to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion. There is a focus on that. And so whatever you do, again, if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner, if you're in the corporate space, if you're a nonprofit, whatever you're doing, you have to care about that. So in the new version, I talk about those key areas as well and how they impact your career. That's awesome. So can you share with us, like one, what are, what is one of your best tips uh, or takeaways from this new book uh, that you think would help our audience? Sure. Well, I'll share three. So I always say that without a plan, you're not going anywhere. So, you know, don't just sit down and expect stuff to come your way. You have to be intentional about your career. So what is your plan? What is it that you want to do? How are you going to get there? If you don't know how to get there, you need to figure it out. And by figuring it out, I mean doing the research, doing informational interviews, talking to people and gathering data and insights to, to give you a roadmap, if you will, on how do I get to point A to point B? Again, going back to that navigation GPS example, there are steps to take along the way. So it's not just a matter of saying, hey, I want to be an entrepreneur. Hey, I want to open my own business. Hey, I want to get promoted. What does that mean? How do you get there? You need to understand how to get there so that you can then take the appropriate steps to get there. So number one, I would say, have a plan for your career. Number two, and again, look, we're talking about she boss and the tribe, the, you know, the community. Let me use the word community. It's hard to do it by yourself. It is so hard to do it by yourself. So again, whether you're you're solopreneur, it can be lonely and it can be hard to do it by yourself. So you have to connect to the right communities that allow you to thrive and not just survive. So find the community. And by community, I mean, it could be a, a coach. It could be a mentor. It could be a sponsor who speaks your name in rooms when you're not in rooms and invites you into spaces that you're not in. So you really have to think holistically about your partners, your success partners. And I talk about that in the book, how to find the right partners to succeed in your career. So that's number two. And number three is your brand. 
what does your brand look like and, and make it look good? What does your brand stand for? When people see you, do they know what you stand for? I hope that when people see me, they know that I'm about empowering women to take the driver's seat in their career. And that's the messaging that I put. Also, I'm about creating more inclusive workplaces. So I do a lot of work around that. So those are three tips that I think are really important for the listeners. I like that. Um, all really good points. So she talked about planning, uh, making a plan for your business. It's hard to know, you know, what you're striving for. What if you if you don't have goals set and you don't have a plan for which to achieve it, and then making sure we have a community, right? Like a a success team and an advisory committee. Some people that we have in our circle that can support us on our journey. Um, you were so correct. Whether you're still in corporate America, or you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, everyone needs that community of support. Um, otherwise, it's going to be extremely difficult and branding. So I want to stick on branding really quickly um, because <clears throat> I've talked to so many people over uh, the years um, and, and, and doing networking. And many times what I would hear um, when people got into the entrepreneurship world is that they didn't realize or recognize the importance of branding themselves in their career when they're in corporate America. Mm -hmm. Like you need, you are a brand or if you haven't established your brand, can we talk about how important it is? Like even when you're in corporate America and establishing your brand, because that is what sets you apart. No matter where you are in your career, it needs to be something about you and your brand that sets you apart from everyone else and makes you unique. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can speak about this because I did what you're saying. I forgot about my brand and many people can forget about their brands because they associate themselves with another brand. So when I was in corporate, I forgot my brand. I got so fixated on the company that I work for. I was wearing the merchandise. I had wearables. I had, you know, uh, goodies from them. And when people saw me, they would mention, oh, you're still at such and such company. And so I sort of lived the company brand. You know, I drank the Kool-Aid. And uh, when I left and stepped out on my own, I realized that people still associated me with that company brand. And it bothered me. So one of the things I did is my company is named after me. It's the Simone Morris Enterprises LLC. That's a reminder to me to always be intentional and to always think about my brand and what it means. So that's one thing. And then I just had to do a lot of things. I had to revisit my LinkedIn profile. What does that say about me? I had to invest in photos. You have to bring, you know, uh, have a vision around your marketing collateral. And what I mean by that is the different pieces that you need. And I think, Shante, you talk about this in some of the posts that you talk about. You need to have a, a biography, not just a resume. And what does your resume say? And you have to invest in a resume, a resume writer to help you rewrite it. If you are an entrepreneur, you still need a resume. People still ask me for a resume. Have a speaker bio, have photos, have your website. These things all need to link together. And in the book, I talk about... Um, different resources that you can leverage to level up your brand. That's awesome. So audience, I see you are out here. How much, how many of you all have your marketing collateral and some of these things we don't even think about, right? Like our headshots. So many people don't have headshots. I actually, one of my, um, 
one of my clients had emailed me the other day and was asking me about if the headshot that she had was sufficient and it was really her face outside of a truck. And I said, well, outside of her truck, because she's in the logistics and she owns a truck, which is great. I said, but it depends on what uh, what the opportunity is and what you're trying to get across. But everyone should have a professional photo, a headshot with really is just you in the photo, right? Um, at least like chest down from head to chest down, not cut off like at the neck. Um, and you will be surprised how many people do not have a professional photo. And as entrepreneurs and business owners, um, we're called, I know I'm asked almost every other day to provide a photo for something, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because when you're talking about your brand and you're applying for different things, different programs, uh, grants, different opportunities, um, if you're trying to make a career change or career advancement, they want to, they want that, they want to see a photo of you and they also wanted to be able to promote you as well. Mm -hmm. So it's so important, I would say, to really make a conscious effort to build your brand in 2022 as we continue to move into 2023. So you are just set and ready to go. She mentioned that resume or CV is so important. I just recently updated my resume because they have been a long time. So how many of us as business owners and entrepreneurs have updated your resume to reflect mm -hmm. what you are currently doing as the CEO, as the boss of your business. If you haven't, it's a it's a real missed opportunity because it's not only important, and you let me know if I'm correct, to be able to, to show what you have previously done, but people want to know what are you doing now? How are you making an impact, right? And so you have to be clear about that in your resumes and your bios and including the latest, um, uh, you know, speaking engagements, uh, awards um, that you have uh, made, roles that you have served in, uh, whether they are paid or volunteer. Would you agree? I do agree. Even if you decide to write a book, if you do That's your own marketing brochure for your company, you need these photos. And I have a quick tip to sneak in here, Shante. If you don't have the resources to get a headshot to pay a photographer, I have found that if you go to a conference, a lot of these conferences now, they provide that service. So make the time, get in line early and get the professional photo. So it's a, it's a place to start. So I wanted to sneak that in, Shante. Yeah, no, you're right. Cause I just came from an event, a really good event. And that was one of the opportunities. Um, I chose like one of the largest packages and it include, included headshots. I, most people of you on my Facebook page, I uh, should see that photo shot. That's collateral that you can use to continually build your brand. Um, and so that is so important. So let me know audience. I see again, a lot of feedback out here. Where are you in your career? Do you feel like you are owning your career right now? And I say that because I think sometimes this goes over people's heads, but as a person that came from corporate America and, and left corporate America, um, I know, and being an entrepreneur and helping business owners build up their businesses, I know there's a lot of people in different areas of their career where they're not really taking ownership. And if COVID has shown us anything, it's like there was a real big shift that happened. And I was so, I'm so excited about this shift 
because I felt like many of my peers were, were powerless or they felt like they were powerless in their careers. So they just were subject to anything happening uh, to them. They accepted or settled for anything uh, that was given to them. Um, and they really didn't feel like they had the power to ask for and demand what they actually deserve um, in their career. They didn't understand their value. So I think COVID has shifted that mindset where we have people now saying, look, I don't have to settle for that. Let me take the driver's seat, right? Yes. Now is the time to do it, to be able to do that. So we're seeing that change. And you mentioned the, the great resignation that I talk about very often. And it's not because people are, you know, going and, and going on unemployment. It's really because people made shifts and said, okay, I know that there's something bigger and better out there for me. I wasn't happy with what I was doing. Um, I, I may have been making a lot of money, but I, I didn't feel like it was my passion. It wasn't really serving me and what I wanted to do. I wasn't happy where I was at. And now it's like, we're taking control of our career, which means that you're ultimately can taking control of your life. Mm-hmm. And that's well so said. I felt like you should have played some Janet Jackson uh, <laughs> control music for that. Uh, well said, well said, absolutely. Yeah, uh, the great resignation uh, really empowered people to want to thrive versus survive. You may be in a sticky situation and feel like you can't move. And people just got fed up. Like <laughs> there, there is more to life. Okay, let me pivot. So I'm seeing a lot of pivot, career pivots and trying new things. Yeah. And that's so important. I talk about that all the time about the importance of being able to pivot. And I think uh, entrepreneurs, we have that level of skill set or many of us do. Um, but can we talk about that? What does what does one need to be able to make a pivot in their career? Um, because I, if it, again, if COVID told us it showed us anything is that we need to be able to pivot uh, at any moment in time, being able to make that adjustment because we don't know what might happen on any given day that might have an impact on where we are right now. And being able to move in another direction or in a new direction is so key, especially in the times that we're in. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, what does a pivot look like? When do you know you should pivot? I would say chaos <laughs> is an indicator that something must change. And I think you have to be ready. I talk about uh, eight steps. Uh, I have a formula for owning your career and mine has eight steps. Number one is claiming it. So you have to claim that you deserve to make a change, to feel satisfied about your career, and to feel like you're going in a good direction and that you're hands-on, you're intentional about your career. So I think mindset is very important, Shante, that you have to have the mindset like, this does not feel good. I deserve more. I need to change this. And I think once you make a decision, it's almost like you de you decided to start the car. You make a decision and then off you go. So you have to decide enough, okay, pivot. How do I pivot? And off you go on a discovery process to discover. Allow yourself the opportunity to discover. You don't have to have it 
all figured out day one. <laughs> you just have to decide and off you go. And, and I feel like the universe, God meets you where you are and you start meeting people who can help you uh, achieve the dreams that you have for your career. I truly believe that. Like anytime I make a decision, it's like everything starts presenting itself to me to help me to accomplish whatever that thing is. I think it's a matter of making that decision. So, and I, I always say, you really haven't made a decision until you committed, because if you truly made a decision, then you've committed to whatever that thing is. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you from personal experience, anytime that that's happened for me, the resources, the people that you need, the tools, the information will all come around you to support you in achieving whatever goal it is that you set out for yourself. So that is so good. Just want to take a quick pause here. We have so many audience members um, chiming in here uh, saying that they're taking ownership of their career. They saw so many shifts after COVID where pe people taking uh, ownership as well. But I still do see some people that are struggling. More people mm -hmm. are taking ownership. But again, it's understanding how to navigate that process because people are so, I think, of the mindset, um, especially older generations, right? That corporate is where it's at, going up the corporate ladder. They want to take the the uh, the uh, um, uh, faith leap into entrepreneurship, but they're scared because mm -hmm. they feel like security is in corporate mm -hmm. America. But as we see, corporate America isn't always as secure as you think it is. Right. And so at any given time, like it happened, people, many people lost their jobs because what? Everything shut down. You didn't have a choice in the matter. Right. Mm -hmm. And so because you didn't have a choice in the matter, that meant that your livelihood was impacted. So one thing I want to discuss here with you today is what is your um, opinion on this? It's my opinion that you know, not everybody is meant to be an entrepreneur or a business owner, okay? But I believe that everyone should have multiple streams of income because no more can we just solely rely on one source of income, mm -hmm. right? And so what are your thoughts on that? Would you agree or do you have another school of thought? I agree. I, I I have always agreed with that. So when I was in corporate, I was doing my thing on the side, investing in my education and doing side businesses. I did three different businesses before I decided to go full time as an entrepreneur. Because listen, I didn't believe I could do it. I was one of those people in the camp of uh, security, security, mm -hmm. security, security. That's what I was taught. And I was taught that job security was the main thing. So I made sure that I kept my job, but you're right. You can't, you can't uh, decisively say I have control over whether or not my organization is going to shift or a client is going to shift. So having your eggs in multiple baskets is a good practice. And, and this is something that's taught in entrepreneurship having multiple revenue streams so that, you know, if there's a rainy day, you have things to count on and you don't just have one. Think about your stock portfolio. If you just invested in Starbucks and Starbucks went away, your portfolio would go away. 
that's why there's always the diversification of your portfolio to invest in more than one stock so that you can balance out loss. And I, I think some people need to have an appreciation for risk. And I think that's what it yes. is. What is your risk tolerance? Because to be an entrepreneur, you have to have some level of appreciation for risk because things fluctuate. You need to be able to look at what's happening, make sense of it, pivot, pivot, pivot. You know that. Yes. Yes. So how much of a risk are you willing to take? If you're an entrepreneur, you definitely are a risk taker or have to learn to become one, right? Um, because there's no security blanket. There's no like real parachute. But you can create right? Those things for yourself, right? Those, there, there are, you, you know, wealth building strategies that you can use uh, to be able to do that. So, um, you know, that's fabulous information. Uh, we have someone that's saying that they're now just starting from ground zero on everything uh, and that they're taking notes as well. So what would you say from someone just starting over in their career? Good for, I, I would say, yay. Yay. Imagine if we all got back to square one and said, let me start over. And knowing a lot of the things that we do, uh, we can take the learnings, the lessons and apply them to what's going on today. That is so important. So if you're starting over, I go back to the three P's that I talked about before. One is to make sure that you have a plan. Okay, I'm starting over, but what do I want to do? What do I need to do? And take take assessment of what you currently have. What are your strengths? I talk about that in the book, 52 Tips for Owning Your Career. Doing an audit of where you are in your career, what you're really good at, and what you can leverage. And by the way, who you know is really important and who knows you is really important. So really navigating uh, your community. So to number one, have the plan, work on your plan, take time to think. A lot of us are moving so fast that we don't take time to think. I know one of the things that I do is always carve out time to think. I have a workshop that's coming up on the um, in January, which is focused on planning and goal setting. You need to have time to think and plan. The second thing I talked about was partner. Who are the right partners for you to succeed, especially since you're just starting over? Old bosses, uh, peers, colleagues that you have worked with, referrals from other people. Think about even your social media network. Who do you know and how willing are you to be vulnerable to say, I need help and to ask for help? So that's two. And then work on your brand. If you're starting from scratch, Figure out your brand. What is your leadership brand? What do you stand for? And then invest. Invest in getting the resources to, to um, amplify your brand, to show up in a very good way. I hope that answered the question. <laughs> That's wrong answer, Shante, but. <laughs> oh, that was a really good, um, good answer. And I liked how you talk about partnering because we, I, I don't think we could say this enough is the fact that we can't keep doing things by ourselves, working in isolation, that we not only have to leverage community, but partnerships, right? Partnering with other people to help us in our achieving our goals uh, to expand our careers. I apologize. My dog is in the background uh, going off. He says hello. Um, but partnerships are so important uh, for us to be able to leverage in collaborations 
So don't feel like you have to do everything on your own. Partner, there's other people that are there that are going to support you in your career journey. Uh, we don't know everything, right? Especially if there's something new that you are trying to get into. It can be a scary place mm -hmm. to be in, right? And where, especially when you don't know something, it's just like, you know, when you're planning on learning something new, when you're going to the, the next level, like when I, you know, I went through my bachelor's program, but it was a whole different situation when I went into my master's. Then it was another situation when I decided to get my project management certification and other certifications. So, but sometimes that can be intimidating, but understand those are new levels that you're go going to learning something. It's like learning a foreign language. So you wouldn't be, you know, hard on yourself because you don't know uh, another language is something that you don't know. But here's your opportunity to 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 learn something new that is going to help further you uh, in your career. So one of the things that I want to talk about is, you know, what would your recommendations be on acquiring new skill sets uh, that will potentially help one in their career? Oh, go for absolutely. I go for it. I have a, a professional development plan template. I use, I create it every year. What conferences am I going to attend? What certifications do I want to get? What new education? So the point of that is it's intentional. So I don't just let it happen. I think about what did I learn in the current year and what do I want to learn in the new year? Are there conferences that I attended that I believe the quality is such that I want to return? And I have conferences that I do that. I go to the WeBank conference, Women Business Enterprise National Council. I go to their conference because the conference is fabulous. I go every year. So are there conferences that you need to go to every year? Are there activities or things that you do that you feel there's a gap and you may want to take advantage of additional training? So. I'm of the mindset that if you're in corporate and you're depending on professional development dollars or tuition reimbursement, that could be a hindrance that holds you back from building up your skill set. So to me, I always saw that as an added bonus. And I was doing things on the side, like investing in being a coach. I paid my money to do that because sometimes you have to, you have to jump through hoops and, and defend wanting to learn more. And my mindset is learning is key. You must continue to learn. You must invest in your learning. You must put time on your calendar to learn and go out and meet people and just learn. That is so good because I get asked so many times, how do I how do I get into different spaces? How did I learn to do this? And how did I learn to do that? And did you go to school for this? And did you go to school for that? Um, I did, you know, go to college, but a big part of it is me taking initiative. I've always had that entrepreneur mindset. So even when I was in uh, corporate America, I took on so many roles and be, doing that, taking initiative, right? That means I learned so, ma so many new things that otherwise, if I was just like, oh, here, I'm just here for this one job and I'm never going to do anything else, where well, mm -hmm. I would have missed out on those opportunities and missed out on promotions and other, other uh, programs that were um, available to me. And these are things that you can transition into your, your own business. If you have a skill set 
in, at your corporate job, why can't you take, and you're able to do that, leverage that skill set to make other people millions and billions of dollars, because that's what we do, especially as women. But we, we are afraid and we feel like, okay, I don't have the skill set to do it for myself. When actually you do. And again, you don't have to have everything. You just need to surround yourself with the right people, the right resources and right tools that you need to fill in those gaps. But people would ask me, I'm, I'm just always, I'm just an avid learner. I want to, I'm always trying to learn something new um, and be on top of my game. So go, don't be afraid to invest in yourself, invest in your career where don't wait for someone else to drive it. That's right. <laughs> right. A lot of times we do that. We wait for someone else to drive it. Oh, I want somebody else to do it. I want somebody else to, to pay for this. I, I never waited. Like if it's something I wanted to do, and when I wanted my bachelor's degree, when I wanted my master's, when I wanted my PMP, uh, when I wanted my Lean Six Sigma, I went after it and did it. However, there are opportunities to leverage your uh, corporate career while you are trying to transition. And so I do want to discuss that because I feel like so many times when we're in corporate America, and we have we're in these careers, we really don't leverage our career to help us uh, build our business so that we can make that full transition. And so there are several benefits that come with employment, right? But a lot of times we're not leveraging those benefits to help us to be able to build our business. And it's so funny. I was just at the podcasters rock concert uh, conference. And one of the speakers that was there, she was just so funny. She was amazing. But she was talking about how she's been working in IT forever. She's on, she's in her career, but she also has her business on the side that she's uh, running really well. And she said, I got four more years to retirement, but I know why I'm here, right? I'm good at what I do and I'm leveraging this company to build my business over here, right? So they're funding her, her business is essentially how she looks at it. So I think it's all about perspective and how you look. Either you're going to be miserable or you're going to say, look, I'm in this situation. Let me leverage it for what it is and make that exit plan if that's what you want to do. Not everybody wants to do it, but whether it's an exit or whether it's a side business to add that extra stream of income, knowing that there is an opportunity for you to leverage those benefits that employers have to help you advance your career in whatever you, way you want to take it. So can you talk on that? Do you think that that's important? Well, I think what's key that you said was she has a plan. She yes. says in the next four years, I'm so already that's a plan. And we talked about the importance of having a plan. If you're there and you have access to learning and development or internal training, you need to do some internal work to figure out where your gaps are, look at the training calendar, look at what's offered and take advantage of that training. So if it's not external training that you're going after, a lot of times there's an internal training department, there's training that you can participate in. And do not underestimate uh, volunteering because volunteering is an opportunity to receive training. 
I remember when I first left corporate and I wanted to gain more experience in the diversity and inclusion space, I volunteered for the local uh, Society of Human Resource Management chapter. I became the director of diversity and inclusion. And one of the benefits of that is that I got to go to a conference in Las Vegas on diversity and inclusion. And it was a learning opportunity. And I went on behalf of the chapter. And I, I believe, I'm pretty sure they covered most of it. If not, I had to make a contribution around travel, but most of the education was covered. So don't just think about, okay, uh, I can't do this. It's an automatic no. Maybe no for that door, but look at other doors that are yeses and be willing to invest the time to learn time. That's important. Make time to learn. Don't be so fixated on getting your work done. You have to make time to work on your career, to make time to learn and to make time to take advantage of resources. So explore the multiple doors, invest in your education and, and go, go for it, go forward and learn. That's awesome. Can we just talk about the special offer that we have here today for our SheBoss Talk family? Yes, I'm, I'm delighted to be um, a part of this SheBoss community. And Shantae and I have been friends for a long time. So I've been watching her trajectory and just owning her career. She's in the driver's seat. I already know that. <laughs> so anyway, what I have done is I have resources. I talked about a professional development plan template. I talked about an upcoming workshop that we have on goal setting and action planning. We talked about the book. Uh, 52 Tips for Owning Your Career. So what we've done in the Simone Morris Enterprises shop is we have created a code SheBoss. All you have to do is use SheBoss and you'll get 15% off, actually 15% off anything in our store. So again, if you go to simonemorrisenterprises.org slash shop and you go in there, whatever you purchase using the SheBoss code, you get 15% off. I love it. We love bringing discounts uh, to our community <laughs> on things that are really going to help us to move to the next level. That's why we are here. That's why we have these programs. That's why we bring on experts like Simone. And we appreciate you coming on to share all of this wealth of information uh, because my audience is loving it. Loving it. Everyone is at a different stage of their career. No matter what stage you're in, this book is really going to help you. So can you tell us why should people read this book? Why should they go get it and read it? All right. Well, it is a fantastic book, if I do say so myself. I love how it is laid out. You have, If you did one tip per week for 52 weeks, your career would be in a very different place in a year's time, even before the year's time. So there are easily digestible tips that's provided in story form with tips and actions and resources. So it is, I consider it is as a uh, career resource guide, really, that never gets old. You get yourself in a jam, you open up, look for a tip that you can work on, and you just slow and steady, slow and steady wins the race. So you do that, and your career is going to be amplified, and, and it's going to take off if it's not already taken off. So even if it's taken off, you can still find value in this book. What I, I Again, <laughs> go get the book. 
go get the book and use our special discount code. And we'll make sure that you have that information in the comments as well of this video. So you can go take advantage of it. Can you just share um, really quickly with us, um, you know, what have been some of the biggest lessons uh, or takeaways in your career um, that you have had? Because again, you've worked in corporate and you're a business owner. Uh, so I would just love to hear like some of the, you know, big career moves that you have been able to, to make. Right. So when I decided that, you know, here's a, a big thing that happened for me. I was straddling the fence between corporate and entrepreneurship for a long time. And I, I was running both lines trying to figure out what I was going to do. And I thought, I'm going to go back to corporate. And nothing was really happening for me until I made a decision. Okay, I'm going all in on the entrepreneurship thing. That's it. I'm not looking for a job at the same time, all in an entrepreneurship. So that was a big, that's a milestone in the world of project management. That's a key milestone for me because once I did that, things started to happen for me. So I would say that's one. Another thing was when a boss told, I got upset because I didn't get promoted and a boss looked at me and said, your career is your responsibility and you've got to be ready for messages. I was ready at that time to hear that. You know what? It is. And then I began to act like it. So sometimes we need to hear a message multiple times before we actually listen. And then once we get it, we get it. And so for me, I got that message and that just took my career in a whole different direction because I stopped waiting for opportunities to be handed to me, for people to recognize my brilliance and say, here you go, here's a reward. I stopped waiting. And then I got fed mm -hmm. up and I said, you know what? I'm not begging anymore. You're going to come to me. And so I started to do things, achieve things where I start to get people reaching out to me on LinkedIn and offering me opportunities as opposed to me being like, hey, could you, could you do this? Can you give me this? So now more, I have a boss mentality or a driver's seat, hands-on mentality about I'm in the driver's seat. I know what I want. I'm going after it. And people are going to find, people are going to find me. So I want that for you as well to not be hands-off, but to be hands-on. Yes, I love it. And isn't that a great place to be where you're not like hunt, hunting and begging out of desperation, but you actually have taken control and people see that and they take notice and now they're coming to you. And it, it isn't it like a shocker, like at first, like, wow, like it, don't, it took this, this small shift, which is a big shift when you make a decision, but, but making that decision opened up so many doors and now people are coming to you. People are now seeing you as the expert uh, that you are and reaching out to you to give you uh, contract opportunities. That's an amazing thing. And I wanted to mention uh, the one thing that you said, because it's big, about how you were straddling the fence. Mm. And I want to circle back on this because this is where a lot of a lot of people are. And I'm sure a lot of people are that are watching here, watching here today is that we're we're not making this decision. We got our we got our toe in to entrepreneurship, but we can't figure out why we can't master it and why we're not successful and why we're not making money because we have not made a decision and fully committed to that thing because we're holding on to corporate, right? 
And this corporate, that's good, this cushy job, this comfortable thing that I don't want to let go, but I want to dab over here. I want to leave. But you can't, you got to be either hot or cold. You can't be lukewarm, right? Either you're in or you're out, right? And so, but once you make that decision and you fully commit, again, you'll be so surprised to see how you will start getting the results. You just have to make a decision and commit to it, right? Whatever that decision is, if you want to be in corporate, be in, have, have an amazing corporate career. If you're one of many that are trying to exit, right, and you're doing it, but you really haven't committed to it, I say make, you can do it, believe in yourself, but don't do it without a plan. First of all, have a plan and have money on reserve, right? Because you're building a bit, if you're building a business, you need to make sure you may not be making money in the first months or so, but you will know if you're going to be making money, if you have that business plan that will tell you uh, that if, if you have a viable business and how much money that you can make. Uh, and when you will be able to generate revenue and when you will be able to make a profit, but we always need to have a reserve. So even taking some of the money that you're making in your corporate job and putting it into a, a reserve for your, or put it into a business building fund. Why not call it a business building fund for yourself, but make a, make a commitment to, if you're going to do it, do it and set a timeline. You know, because sometimes we we just say, okay, we're going to do it, but we haven't put a timeline to right. it. So we really haven't committed to it, right? So we go back and forth. Set a date. Is it at the end of this year that you're going to be full in? Is it the first of next year? Is it within the next six months that you're going to really launch this thing, that you're going to be full in, that you're going to make the exit that you need to make from, from corporate America? How much money is it that you need to make or need to have reserved? Uh, in order for you to be able to make that exit. If you have all those things uh, and you have it clearly in front of you, you it'll make it a much uh, smoother ride for you to drive on in to that next career move, <laughs> to that next career move. Uh, so I thank everyone that's on here for being here. Um, I get a, I'm getting a lot of feedback. Thank you all so much uh, for joining us. Uh, Simone, are there any like last words that you want to leave with our audience today? No, you're so inspiring, uh, Shante. And so thank you so much for having me on the show. And it's been delightful to go back and forth with you talking about career. I will just uh, add a comment onto what you just said about having resources available while you're in corporate. I used to buy stock. I had a stock plan and I invested in the employee um, stock plan. And that was my reserve. I didn't realize it at the time, but I was stockpiling money in that. So if you have access to things like that and you're, you don't, you're not clear on your plan right now, start the fund. I love the business building fund, start the fund, invest in stock, do those things where you have a rainy day fund that you can tap into when you need it, when you get clearer on what it is that roadmap is for you. Yes, that is so good because it's not just training resources. There's money. There's money available in, in, at your jobs that you may not be aware of because they don't oftentimes publicize them, right? You have to, you have to, have to actually take initiative and reach out to your HR uh, professional. 
But I did the exact same thing. I invested and I just put the money, I just put the money aside, put the money aside, and the stock, the stocks were growing. I just left, I put it to the side. And next thing I knew, I would check in ever so often, not every day, but ever so often. And I was just like, wow. Like the, it grew so much that I mean, I had a lot of money in uh in the profit sharing pool that I was able to take and do other things with. So I would, if you have those types of programs, especially if they're matching it, exactly. There's no reason if you're not <laughs> if you are not if you are not investing in those things in your the company that you're at, you are leaving money on the table. And we're not about leaving money on the table over here as she boss talk, um, because that was, I, I made thousands and thousands of dollars. And when it was time to make my exit, that's why I was able to make a smooth exit from corporate America. And mine was abrupt. So mine was not pre-planned out. It was just, God was like, it's time to go, right? This is it. Your assignment is up. It's time to go. But I had money uh, built up, set aside, so I was not struggling to have to figure out what's my next move going to be. I really took time for me to decide what I wanted to do in the next phase of my career. And I just decided um, that it was not returning back to corporate America, that there was so much more for me to do and that my my purpose really went beyond corporate America. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, that's that's my story. And all of us have a story. You all have your own career journeys. Um, but whatever your career journey is, I hope this has been very helpful for you in making that next step in owning your career. Take advantage of the information she shared here. Uh, this, uh, this video is available, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. I see you all taking your notes. Take your notes and go get the book. Go get the book. Again, remind them of the code. Remind them of where they can go get the discount and then let them know where they can connect with you. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. My name is Simone E. Morris. You can connect with me on simonemorrisenterprises.org. We have a store. If you click on store, you can go into that store, get books, templates, uh, courses as well. And uh, I'm also a career coach, so I can help you if you're stuck on your journey. And you can use the code SHEBOSS. SHEBOSS is the code, and you will get 15% off until December 2nd, which is Friday of this week. So we hope to see many of you over there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the show, joining us and sharing just such wealth of information with us. I know I appreciate it. I know our audience appreciates it. Take advantage of this. And again, get in the driver's seat of yes. your career. <laughs> beep, beep. Beep, beep. <laughs> you have the control. You have the power. Own it. That's, That's like right. my word, my two words, own it. You're in the driver's seat of your career. Thank you so much. And stay tuned for our next show. If you want to be a guest, visit us at www.shebosstalk.com. We have so many opportunities for women in business. Make sure that you don't miss out. Uh, make sure you take advantage of the opportunities now in 2020 and look forward to all the amazing opportunities we have coming in 2022. Continue to be the boss with Amplify Impact. Have a great day. Thank you.